The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everybody, it's Casey Fields, your manager for municipal advocacy at the Municipal Association of South Carolina, and welcome to City Quick Connect podcast, Sunny Die Edition. Scott, congratulations and welcome. Well, we're almost there. We're almost there. What time is it? It's we're at the uh, countdown 421 on yeah. Thursday, May 12th. We are a mere 40 minutes, 39 minutes away from the end of the 124th General Assembly. Yeah, maybe they'll right. uh maybe they'll get something done between now and then. Um what have they been doing all week? <laughs> bedlam. That's what they've been doing. You know, they've they been creating that, bedlam. You know, we we started in January, but yes. everything gets done in the last 48 hours. Yes. Well, you remember last year, Sunny Die ended at like 2.30 in the afternoon. I know. They were just like, man, eh, we're done. We ain't got nothing. We don't have yeah, anything else to not, do. Not but now, um, I, they're going to be working up until 5 o'clock. Yes. 100%. Scrambling like mad people. Absolutely. Saying goodbye to the 13 House members that are not returning, that are retiring, or running for another office. One of the speeches today was a bit of a letdown. So oh, I, no, I got to tell I'm you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it and it just kind of fizzled. It didn't do it for you. Did not get well, anywhere. Well, that's a shame. There have been some good ones I, in my 20 years yeah. of working with the legislature. There have been some really good farewell speeches. Yeah, I was expecting a, uh, a pin to be pulled yeah, and nothing. a grenade to be thrown, but it didn't happen. Well, so. That always makes for a boring day yeah. when you're expecting, you know, you just want something good yeah. to happen. And then you're like, well, yeah, one fun uh, thing. You're right. Just one. We just need one fun thing today. Um, Scott, I had suggested earlier that we that we record our podcast at the speed in which the House and Senate were adding amendments to bills. Well, if and we, you did not agree. If we with did that, that Casey, then we would ruin our <laughs> reputation amongst our listener about no, we have how two. We, uh, our two we have listeners two. Yeah. about how well we explain things. That is true. That is because true. if we did that, then we would our listeners would be in the same spot that you and I are right now with regard to a bunch of bills, right? Where lots of things happened very quickly, particularly yesterday. Correct. And we're not, we're still trying to figure it out. Let's just say this. Ever heard of Christmas in July? Yes. This is like Christmas in May because there are a lot of bills that look like Christmas trees. Yes. They have lots of beautiful little ornaments. Um, they may not go with the main tree, um, but they're still hung on that tree. Yes. Um, that we're going to have to figure out because there's also multiple bills in conference that do the same thing. So germaneness... Good call. Explain Which that. Germaneness means if a, when a bill is amended, mm-hmm. okay, then the amendment has to be germane to the underlying bill, to the, the 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 original bill. Correct. Which means it has to be related to it in some logical way. It has to have some natural logical extension of the original underlying bill. Okay. And normally, germaneness is a test in both the House and the Senate as to whether or not an amendment will move forward onto a bill or not. That's right, because a a bill can be, or an amendment can be ruled out of order. Correct. If it is not germane to the original bill. And if you'll recall, the House this year adopted a a germaneness rule. Correct. 
that was much more extensive than any of its previous tests. I get so excited when you start talking about rules. It makes me so proud. And I thought, naively, of course, at the beginning of the session, that perhaps this new germaneness test in the House was going to help strain out some of these bad amendments and some of these extraneous amendments that obviously were not germane. Well, dare I say, we may have used that to our advantage on a couple things. That's true. <laughs> and that likely worked pretty well right. up until this week. Right, exactly. <laughs> when the germaneness so test went out the door and I, did not return. Right. In, in both chambers, by absolutely. the way. Absolutely. I don't think anybody was worried about germaneness. I think it was just like, let's get it done. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Get it amended. Get it across. Do it as fast as you can. And now, a, and it's, hey, let's talk about an example of, of what we're talking about. Okay. In the House this week, you, everybody will recall House Bill 4919, which was the election reform bill. That's right. Okay. The... House passed the election reform bill, sent it over to the Senate. The mm-hmm. Senate amended it. That's right. Sent it back with to the Germain House. Amendments. With Germain they, Amendments. They made amendments yes. to, the, to the underlying bill. Sent it back to the House, and the House stuck it in Judiciary Committee. Well, they referred it back to committee because they were upset about the advice and consent Correct. portion that the Senate That's put right. in there. Right. So starting on this past Tuesday— I guess it was on Tuesday. I think it was on Tuesday. Every bill that was coming out of the Judiciary right, Committee. because the Judiciary met a couple weeks ago right. and did this. And so. it was every bill that had come out of the Judiciary Committee and was on the House calendar, right. no matter what the subject, the House amended 4919 without the advice and consent language onto that bill. That's correct. Whether it was whether whether the election language was germane to the underlying bill or not. Here's an example. They amended a bill dealing with heirs property. Yeah. It was just creating a study committee. Yes. To study heirs property. They amended it with that election law language. And and then and then, you know, the Senate those those House bills would go back over the Senate and the Senate would say, okay, yeah, we'll we'll take that. All, this was all in an effort to get an election bill right. passed. Which happened. So the only way that the House saw to do that because of the time constraints that we had this week with Sonny Dye being in the next 35 minutes mm-hmm. was to attach it to every bill in the hopes that that bill would be then sent into conference that committee. something would, right. Where, yeah, something would get, go into a conference committee and they could get an election bill as a result. It, it, Scott, it's a very where compared to January, February, March, it's a very slow, it's a slow process. Um, the reading clerk is not reading things as fast. You're not dealing with things as quickly. This week is like, I mean, I'll just, let me talk in terms of how you can understand it. It would be like Darlington on Mother's Day where it was too tough to tame. It was so fast, and it, it yeah. has been so fast and yeah. so crazy that it's hard to keep up with everything going around. That's why I'm glad we've got four of us, because we're all eyes watching everything going on. Yeah. Uh, Joey Logano. I saw that. KO'd Billy Byron going into turn three on the next to last lap. And that's kind of to, to win the race. And that's kind of like uh, how some of these amendments got put on bills this week. They just got... They got knocked out of the way and then and pushed forward. To, mm-hmm. And we'll see if they win or not, ultimately. <laughs> right. Exactly. Who knows? So, Who anyway. Who knows? 
And 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 as you said, Casey, sometimes that's to our advantage. We we use those techniques to our advantage as well. That's right. Um, but when everybody does, yeah, everybody everybody does it if they can if they can do it. So that's it's been crazy this week, and um, we're looking for a break, and then we'll figure out what's left standing and not after five o'clock today next right. week, particularly next week. We'll do a damage assessment if there is one or we'll crow about our successes. Right. We're going to talk about right and now. Let me, I was about to say, let me tell you, let me talk several. about two of those things, two bills that we have worked extremely hard on one for two years and one beginning in this session that were enrolled for ratification today. They were, they were finalized and enrolled for ratification um, a big shout out to Erica Wright, um, our colleague, our friend that has worked for two years on House Bill 3050, a law enforcement reform bill. Um, it was enrolled today when um, the amendments from the Senate were concurred upon by the House members. Yep. Um, that is the law enforcement betterment bill. That's how Senator Sandy Sen from Charleston, that's how she categorized it when it was in her subcommittee. Yep. Um, but that does some things with law enforcement agencies to try to improve upon um, coming out of the academy, some supervisory issues. Um, that That is a, a huge step in the right direction Big for step, law enforcement reform. Huge step and... Um, we were fearful that some uh, deleterious amendments would be put up for that That's bill. Right. But it turns out they weren't germane. They weren't germane and were ruled out of order. One of the few times that some of these amendments have been ruled out of order this That's week. Right. That's right. Uh, in the House. And so um, th- that one's done. We're very excited about it. Um, and the governor's office knows that it passed today. And we expect Governor McMaster to sign it. And uh, I hope that. Our friends uh, get to take advantage of it, and I hope That's that right. uh, we'll be able to come to the bill signing ceremony if there if there is one, well, which I would imagine there will be. That that was a big deal for us. Yeah, that was a very big deal. So I'm I'm so happy that we get to crow about well, that and a it's, little bit. And it's big for our cities and towns uh, to finally, you know, some of them may not like it because it's going to require them to adhere to some standards, some very uh, minimum standards in terms of uh, procedures and vetting of uh, job candidates and that kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. it's something that's sorely needed in our state to to improve all of our law enforcement. Absolutely. And we can go further, but I think this is perfect for where we are right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Another one. um, Thanks to Erica Wright on our staff. I got to talk about Erica again. Yep. um, Is 4408. That is the bill that allocates the state's portion of the American Rescue Plan Act federal funding. Yep. I feel like that's a mouthful. Um, That bill was passed pretty quickly out of the House, sat on for a little bit in the Senate, passed over, and then House and Senate members came together to um, adopt a kind of a compromise amendment on where to allocate that money. Yeah. Um, There's a full breakdown in Dome. And from the dome to your home this week about exactly where the dollar amounts go and how cities and towns can take advantage of that. Yeah, and we've are we are we've already reached out to the rural infrastructure authority to get information from them about when uh, they intend to roll out the application process for their funds, eight hundred million dollars, right, going into water and sewer infrastructure. 
So um, we expect, and I'm sure Bonnie Ammons and her group over there already got plans. They just Absolutely. they just needed needed the assurance that they were going to have access to the funds, right? And so they'll roll that out as soon as we get that information. We'll be pushing it out to all of our cities and towns across the state so they um, can take advantage of it. Another another win. I, I mean, if you can, I, I think you can call it that is the state budget. Um, they it's going to conference committee, but in both versions of the budget. Um, Joni Nickel on our staff, our friend, our colleague, yep. um, she was uh, in charge of the budget process, full funding for the local government fund, the PTSD funding, um, all of the things that we were, uh, firefighter cancer fund, all those things that that we were advocating for on behalf of cities and towns are included in the budget in both versions. So we should be coming into conference committee, be good with that. Yeah, those pieces of the budget are not in in uh are not are not disputed between the two bodies that's right so uh they, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a dust up about how much of the how much income tax cut that's right. and the, the the tax rebate if there is one what that's going to look like right but the, the you mean your dollar 25 that you'll get well you know who was it that asked senator campson yesterday how much a dollar split by 1.2 million is. Right. Could he do the math in his head? <laughs> no, he did not do that. Math. I would kind of expect him to he, be able to do the math in his head. He did say that it was infinitesimal, which I would agree with. So, you know, I love Chip Campbell. That was just an illustration of, um, and they, several senators took the opportunity to beat that dollar. On right. that dollar rebate. What we're talking about, folks, is the House put a dollar on the line right. for the tax rebate compared to the billion dollars right. that, that the Senate, the put. Senate put, right. put on the line for the rebate. So the rebate will be between a dollar and a billion. Right. So just total. pick a number, any yeah. number. So pick a between, number. And pick a number, any number. Pick and a number. Between and, one and one billion. And that's, and that's where you'll get. Although um, somebody misspoke yesterday and said that uh, Dr. Slatten and I, married filing jointly, right. are, are going to get like $700 between the two of us. That wasn't don't, my understanding. Don't it was, spend it all in one place, man. Well, my understanding is that she and I were only going to get $100 between the two of us. Oh, so maybe, maybe they changed it around. Well, I don't know. I don't re- recall that. That's so. a lot of craft beer for you. Well, you know, the beer keller sold out. Oh, I didn't know that. No beer keller tonight. Yeah. Oh, that's no a beer. shame. You're going to have to like... Do what the rest of us do and go to a store yeah. and buy some beer. See, I like to buy local though. You can buy local beer. Edmund Ghost has a great beer. I'm gonna go to. Uh, I'll have to swing by one of the local joints here and listen. I'm very excited. You know, you recommended a beer to me one time. The uh, Mexican cake. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> from Westbrook Westbrook Brewing. Right. That's hard to say. Westbrook Brewing. Right. In Mount Pleasant. One of my um, favorites. Okay. And. Yeah. But now I'd like to recommend one to you. The yes. co-op down in Charleston, yes. um, they partnered with Edmund's Oast on a frosé beer. Delicious. I don't know what that means. It's very, um, it's a limited run and it is delicious. It's a pink uh, wrap on that Edmund's Oast can. Frosé. Frosé. Yeah, it's a frosé beer. Do you beer. freeze it before you drink it? No, it's is just it like got a the flavors. Huh? No, it's not. Oh, Lord, don't say that. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. It, it's got the frosé flavors, fruity flavors. Anyway. Oh, sorry. We digress. We digress. Speaking of the budget, which we were talking about earlier. Yes. Legislators passed a sine die resolution mm-hmm. so they can take up that budget when they come back. So they yep. passed a resolution fairly easily um, that allows them that so the signing die resolution or adjournment resolution mm-hmm. allows them to 
govern themselves when they return. Right. So if they adjourn without one, the governor could call them back at any time, any place. Yeah, and that was one of the selling points for the Sunny Die resolution right. this time was, we hey. We want to decide ourselves. Yeah, let's decide ourselves when we want to come back rather than have the governor tell us when we're coming That's back. That's right. So they picked June 15th, which is the day after the primaries, mm-hmm. and June 28th. They can come in up to three days after those two days to handle just a very limited amount of things, redistricting, um, the budget, mm-hmm. conference committees, which there are a lot of conference committees yes. right now. Yes. Um, they can handle um, local bills, appointments, um, but they it's very, it's very specific. Another thing that they said that they would handle, um, and we don't need to get into a deep discussion on this, mm. um, but they could bring themselves back after July 1 if there is a U.S. Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe. On Dobbs. Right. Mm -hmm. It allows them to bring themselves back to handle that if that is overturned to allow states to decide. So I'll reserve all of my thoughts on that because I think the podcast should probably stay around 30 minutes. Yeah, let's resolve. Maybe I'll do another one myself. Russell, yes. Let's reserve all rights on the uh, culture wars issues. Book it. Let's stick to to municipal issues. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. I'll try to contain myself. Um, another another bill that we, that Joni had been working on is the e-waste bill yep. um, that allows cities and towns to choose if they want to participate in a county program. E-waste program. Yeah. Um, that, that bill and then language from the bill that was attached to another bill, both of those are in a conference committee. So, and I assume we'll talk about another one that's in the same situation. Because of the... Lack of trust between the House and the Senate right now. A bill in its original form or amended form gets Mm -hmm. passed by one body over to the other. Right. And because the other body doesn't is mad because its counterpart didn't take up one of its bills. That's right. Then they change it or if they want to try, they want to make sure that issue that they really care about gets taken up in some way. So they amend that original language onto another bill, Correct. whether germane or not. Right. There we go. Back to the germaneness question. So that now we have essentially two bills with largely the same language on them, either as the primary bill That's or right. as an amendment to something else. Correct. So right now we're just a couple of issues that we're following, Mm -hmm. there are four separate bills that have essentially the same language on them. That seems dilatory. Seems dilatory and it is sure as heck confusing. Correct. Because when we start throwing the numbers, we start throwing bill Bill numbers numbers around. Right. A bill that we've been talking about for six months is now another bill number. Exactly. So now we're having to rotate bill numbers and subjects and all that stuff. It, it has been bedlam this week when yep. it comes to that kind of stuff. That's right. So the e-waste is in two separate bills. Right. And, and and the purpose is to ensure that e-waste gets a hearing or gets into a conference, conference committee, committee right. so that it can be considered in some way. Which now it's in two. Right. Okay. It's in two conference committees. Yeah. It's in two conference committees. 
So so far as we know, right, <laughs> right, exactly. By the time we, we get assume. on, by the time we, we finish assume. recording, it could be on a it third. Could be different. Who knows? And I'll, I'll tell you this: I just got a text message from Joni, who her and Erica are, you know, monitoring everything yes. for us right now at the state house while we are recording this podcast in the studio. You know, we should have done a sunny die edition in the lobby. No, it's too chaotic. That would have been wild. It's too chaotic. No, nobody would have been able to hear us. Um, so fifty-one eighty-two. That was the opioid yes settlement. Mm-hmm. So, and you got the same text message. I don't know if you have your I phone have with phone you. Right okay. Um, so when the Senate took that bill up, they rescinded their amendments. So we lost. Joni had worked very hard oh. for an additional seat on that committee, but. Um, the senators were convinced, I believe, by the attorney general's office to rescind those amendments. And so they only have we only have one seat on the on the commission. And the concern there was that it was violative of the master settlement agreement. Right. So right. Um, the amendment was the, the amendment, the adding the additional right. seats. W- that's right. That we had gotten put on there, put on there, mm-hmm. um, which that is different information than what we had gotten earlier in the week. But Correct. But you know what? Um, we'll see how. We'll, we'll, that's okay. That's right. That's right. So, so the Senate concurred. They adopted it as it was written so, um, coming from the House. So there will be one seat uh, that the governor will, will appoint from a list provided to him by the Municipal Association. That's correct. Onto a nine-member board that will be responsible for divvying up the 300 and some odd million dollars in opioid settlement funds over That's the next right. 10 years, I think. So. That's correct. Right. So um, so right now what is happening is I think the Senate is still debating the USC trustee bill. Yep. Um, and then the House usually will stand at ease to wait for bills to come over or wait to take things up so people can try to work things out. Um, I do know Joni did text me. So, Something you had the example of bill numbers that changed and language that changed. Mm-hmm. We had been working on Senate Bill nine thirty four, right? Nine eighty four. Nine eighty four. Why yep. can't I get nine, that eight. right? Just close the three. That's what I just did. Making an eight. All right, nine eighty four. So up until <laughs> <laughs> up until yesterday, yeah, everything was great. Yes. Right. Yes. So nine eighty four is the bill. As you all know. Right. We've talked about this bill ad nauseum. Fixes the Burns Supreme Court decision. That's right. With regard to service and user fees. Right. The Burns versus Greenville County Council. Correct. 984 fixed the Supreme Court's decision or, or essentially corrected the Supreme Court's decision to ensure that those fees could go forward uh, uninhibited. Or under the same circumstances that they have been being levied for years and years and years and years. Okay, yesterday in the House, however, um, it that bill got amended with four separate amendments. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is good. Mm-hmm. One uh, absolved um, elected officials from financial liability for levying fees that the Burns case said were right not valid. One of those amendments would require any new user or service fee after July the 1st of this year to have to be approved by way of a, of a referendum. 
Right, and that was Representative John McCravey and Leon Stavernakis from Greenwood that introduced and in Charleston. Charleston. Right, that introduced that amendment. Um, we don't like that amendment. No, we don't. Um, the next amendment was offered by Representative Todd Rutherford, and I believe Representative Lee Hewitt. From, um, I didn't see his name on Rutherford. it, but it was just Rutherford of Columbia. Okay. So mm-hmm. Rutherford offered an amendment that penalizes cities and towns and counties that attempt to, uh, or don't even attempt, that regulate short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. It was based on Representative Lee Hewitt's bill, standalone bill. Yes. And so, um, and the penalties include not being able to collect 6% property taxes Mm -hmm. on those rental properties and forfeiture of your local government Government funds. Right. And then the last amendment is one that would require school districts to uh, spend their impact fees on specific things, and we don't care about that one. Right. So 984 is uh, headed, we hope, for a conference committee. Right. So it was amended. It was amended. It was amended yesterday. And sent back. In a, in a flurry of amendments that went on that bill. That were all voice vote all amendments. All voice votes. Um, and it was overwhelmingly... Uh, Representative Spencer Wetmore was the only House member that voted against that amended bill, And if you recall. Yes, and I will tell you, there were a number of shell-shocked House members yes. that walked out after those votes not knowing what they had just voted for. Right, and when you told them, they were shocked. They were shocked then. That's right. So that bill crossed over. It was given third reading today, and it crossed over into the Senate where they amended it back to the Senate version and sent it back over to the House. And as of last text, yes, um, they tried to take it up and Representative Jonathan Hill objected. Yeah, it makes sense. Now, also, <laughs> stay with me. This is real time, folks. This is going on right now. So Senate Bill 233. Yes. Okay. That bill dealt with property tax exemptions for widows, I believe. I thought it was chicken houses. Is that correct? I thought it was chicken houses. Well, that was another amendment they added onto it. The original bill was a property tax exemption bill for something not that was not chicken houses. For surviving spouses. Right, surviving spouses. So then they added in the Senate, right, in the Senate they added, yeah, they did, they added language from 984. Yes, that's correct. Just the clean language yes. from 984. Senator Greg Hembry from Nor- okay. North Myrtle Beach did then that. Then they sent that bill back to the House. Yes. The House non-concurred. Correct. Because they just want the Widows. original language in there. That's right. And they sent that bill to conference committee. To a conference committee. Correct. So if the House takes up 984, the original bill with all the bad amendments on it, mm-hmm. Then or the the Senate version where they have where they have it. cleaned it up yes. and sent it back, then that will be another bill that is the two bill or not two bills but same language two different conference committees in two separate bills. That's, That's right. right. That's right. And we we I'm just confused myself. We think we think two thirty three the widow bill mm-hmm. with the road fee amendment on it right. We think that that one's going to get stripped of the road fee language. We think that's what we've heard. That's what we've heard, and, and then, would go back to that original language. And then we'll then nine eighty four, which will also be in a conference committee. The the clean ish road bill, road fee bill 
will be in a conference committee, which is where we'll go to work. And you all, right, cities and towns, Ooh, we will, will we will have to bring in the big ones. We'll for go this to one. work on that. You know, we talk about you and I, Casey, about and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago the power. Yeah, you know, of, I told you that a good friend of mine who of our works, you know, with the General Assembly said that we have well, uh, other than the you know conservation voters. Our, we're about our, to flex. We're about to flex. <laughs> We're about Our to membership yeah. uh, on the House of Representatives yeah. in particular. Yeah, we're we about to flex. So, folks, stand by. Uh, right. Don't, don't hit the panic button. No, nobody's nobody's in a we're panic. Not, we're not we, in a panic. We've got to get the final information that's going to come to right. us in the next 11 minutes. But but over the next month, you are going to hear from us on multiple occasions about that's right. Senate Bill 984. That's right. Or 233 or... You gonna hear four, about seven seven five or gonna, one two three or four five six? You gonna I, hear from us from about something all over the place? So pay attention. What? And let me let me say this. Okay, let me compliment. Let me compliment the local folks that I reached out to this week and okay. and asked them to reach out to their legislators yesterday in particular on Senate Bill nine eighty four. Okay. When it was in the House, there was a number of votes taken on that bill, and 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 they were they took place over a over. Several hours. Several hours. Right, like morning to afternoon. So really appreciate everybody reaching out. Sean Bell uh, reached out to uh, to his house member. Fountain Inn. Uh, who else did? Um, I can't remember who else I talked to. There was somebody else I talked to and asked them to reach out, and they were uh, they were more than happy to oblige, so we appreciate that quick action. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. That, yep. that was what was on my list. Is that still, is that what you've got? Go go through your checklist now and make sure we covered everything. Joni wanted to make sure we talked about the uh, V-Safe funding. Yeah, that was included in the House amendment to the budget, to right? To the budget. Yeah. So uh, the House put $3 million into the budget for the V-Safe program. This mm-hmm. is a this is a volunteer fire department. This is a fire department uh, yes. equipment funding grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they put $3 million in there where V-Safe has not had money on the line in a long, long Years. time. Yeah, that's so, wonderful. That's a, a good pot of money, and all your and all your that. brothers and firefighting. Yeah, yeah, miss them. I miss I miss hitting the queue and going down the middle of the road. And well, people, people that out of the way. people that work in our office and especially down on our end of the hall know that anytime we hear or I hear, I'm the one that initiates. Then okay, um, any any time that I hear a fire truck, I will yell. All right, Scott. What we got? A lot of fire. A lot of sirens go by. That's right. Office on Gervais here, Street, on Gervais and so Street. Scott will be like, "Well, fire alarm," yeah. or "Oh, we got the oh, there's a wreck." Oh, so I, I really enjoy that part. Did I get everything on your list? I don't know what they're actually going to until we I mean, get a yeah, scanner. You, I don't know. Well, and we Scott, need a scanner. The only way we can do that is that if you you flex on the budget and <laughs> put us a little money in there. <laughs> yes, my list has been. Or covered. let's start. Let's start a GoFundMe for Casey and Scott my list, <laughs> scanner. My list has been covered. Um, bedlam at the very top. That's that's all. That's just that's, what you put. That's yeah. Just you know, last week we tried to describe the session in in one or two words. I found it. Strenuous. Found, no, strenuous was the word last week, week. Right. Bedlam is this. Bedlam week, right. is this week's word. Utter boys and girls. Chaos. Yes. Um. So. Before we sign off, I just want to. Give a shout out to a couple of listeners that reached out to us this week and said that they enjoy the podcast. My friend Earl Powell, the executive director of Legislative Audit Council, um, really appreciate you listening, Earl. And yes, now we do have more than one listener. 
Yeah. Um, Greg Smith and Myrtle Beach. He, he reached out. OG. He's OG, man. He's been with us from day one. <laughs> and so is Vic. Vicky has reached out. She had to check on um, my kids' sports teams um, and, just to make sure everybody was doing well and wrapping up the season. And so. I had to call Camilla Pittman in Greenville yesterday on a she, She's another big on a, fan. On a she's matter. And she reminded me, hey, Scott, I really enjoy the podcast. Yes, Camilla. Y'all do a great job. So thank you for the compliments. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for listening. Um, we don't get paid to do this. Um, it's just part of our <laughs> part of our job descriptions. Other duties as a sign. Other duties. That's right. But we really enjoy it. We really enjoy connecting with people and making sure that the complicated legislative process is easy to understand and relatable. Anything else on this sunny die edition? No, you know what the great Jimmy Jabert said. So here we go. Let's say, go. Say it one more time for me. <laughs> I think that's enough. Everybody take care of yourselves and we'll be back for a full recap of the 2022 legislative session soon. Take care of yourselves and we'll talk to you next week. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.